Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. The topic is this, how not to grow an Instagram following. I'm going to show you exactly what we did with the Agent Collective and Agent Power Huddle over the last year. We did a really good job of growing our audience. Like I'll show you where we did grow it. I'm going to give you guys some strategies that you can use in your own business, whether you are attracting buyers, attracting sellers. If you're a coach, an influencer, you want to grow your tribe. I can show you what we did that worked. But I also want to show you what we did that did not work and be really transparent about it. And just so I know, as we start the show, I am taking 100% responsibility for the failures or lack of results. There's no one else in our organization, our creative team, amazing. Everyone in our, in our, you know, back office marketing team, everyone's done what they were, what they were wanting to do and trying to do. Things just didn't work out the way we were thinking. And they did in some ways and not in others, which was really surprising to me. So uh, is this helpful for you guys? Those of you I can see on camera, right? Robert, Sarah, you curious to see, I want to show you. Um, so just at a top, as we frame this up, I want you guys to start to consider what use do you have for social media in your world? I'm not a big fan of goals. And we'll talk about more of that in another episode. If you guys have ever read the book, Atomic Habits, it literally starts out talking about how goals don't matter. It's the systems and actions you take that are more important than whatever your goal is. But the reason a goal is important is because it puts you in the right direction. That's all, like, that's all you need to know is where you're heading. So is your goal for buyers and sellers to attract buyers or sellers that are of a certain tribe that you like to work with. By tribe, I don't, it could mean anything to you. Interest, like just they're aligned with your vision, people that you really like, or do you want people that are in a certain price point, in a certain neighborhood, a certain area, whatever your tribe is that you're marketing to, right? Are you using social media to attract those people to you? Or are you using social media because someone told you you should get a lot of followers? Are you using it because you have no idea? We really want to get clear on what your goal is and work backwards from that. But that's the only reason why. Like I did have a goal, we were going to get X amount of followers failed miserably for Instagram. Our Facebook group didn't grow the way I thought it was going to grow, but we ended up with a highly engaged audience in a different way, which really was more important for our goal than anything else. Does that make sense, guys? I defined my goal wrong at the beginning of the year. I'm like, we're going to have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Failed miserably. I'll show you how bad we missed it in case you don't even, most of you aren't even on our Instagram, I guarantee it. But the cool thing was the people that are on it are really engaged. And the people that are in our Facebook group and the listeners on our podcast, where we actually have the most listeners of anything, not the people live on Zoom. You guys, Sarah, Robert, Petrina, I love you seeing you guys. Lisa, seeing your faces makes me incredibly happy. But the people listening to the podcast that I'm talking to you right now, those of you, like you specifically, you listening to this right now, I care about you. And those are the people we're engaging with and it's working. So let me, uh, let me go ahead and start sharing some screens here. Where did it go? All right, move this over here. Let's start first with this. Has anyone ever heard of the circle of awesomeness? Raise your hand if you've heard of the circle of awesomeness. No? I just learned about this yesterday, but it ties in so well into what we're going to be talking about that I'm like, dude, I'm using this. So this guy, um, uh, what was his name? I'll find his name in a second. Anyway, it's Stum, S-T-U-M-E, something to do with that. I got this from the Michael Hyatt website, but this is called the circle of awesomeness. This is talking about the sales cycle in general, but it really ties into social media. You're going to make a sale, right? Get clients a great result, which is going to produce a great story. You're going to leverage the story in your marketing, which in turn helps you make a sale. 
but get a client great result. I just thought this was such a cool illustration as we're framing up what to do in marketing. You want more buyers in a certain neighborhood and a certain price point. You want more listings in that neighborhood. Okay. It's a circle. You start wherever you want to start. But if you've made a sale there, got the client a great result, that's going to produce a great story. You want to put that everywhere in your marketing, Instagram, stories, reels, wherever. And you're not doing it in a braggy way. We're going to do exactly how to cover it. But take a screenshot of this or just Google circle of awesomeness. Um, and this ties then into my buddy, Tristan from Lab Code Agents. Tristan Anahomata is the CEO of founder of Lab Code Agents as well as a bunch of other companies. He dropped this in our mastermind group yesterday. This is a whiteboard in his office. Yes, he actually has incredible handwriting. I was like, did you type this up and put it onto a whiteboard, dude? I don't get it. Anyway, so I saw, was reading this late last night and you can screenshot it. Don't worry about going too deep on it. If you're listening to the podcast, just know it's a lot of writing on a whiteboard. Like this is hours and hours of work. This is his social media plan for 2022. But what I loved in here, if you can see right in the middle, how growth will happen. Posts that connect with an audience through a story using the three Fs. Feelings, facts, and fun. Feelings, facts, and fun. Each post should have a minimum of two of the three Fs. Consistent with the three Fs and the platform of the choice that speaks to your specific audience is the key. Okay? Is that making sense, guys? Isn't that kind of a cool framework? So you take the circle of awesomeness, you frame up this other part of it, which is feelings, facts, and fun. Those are two things I'd never thought of. I have a lot of ways to teach you guys social media, but this is what I wanted to show you. So as you're crafting your own strategy, we're going to keep coming back to this. I believe that we do a lot of fun stuff in the agent collective and agent parallel training. At least it's fun to me, who's a real estate nerd. Some of you guys like it too. We do a lot of clips. Our, our creative team is really creative in terms of taking this real estate training and packaging it up in a way that's, I believe, unique and different, a little bit more fun than the average real estate training. You guys agree with that? right? We have some pretty high level speakers, but it's not just straight up on agent power huddle. It's 30 minutes of straight training. But then we break it down to clips. I want to show you that a lot of content creators and a lot of you guys, when you think about social media and how to grow a following, your first thought is, let's just make a lot of content. How many of you ever thought, I'm just going to make a lot of content, right? Now, is that just me? That was my thought. I'm going to spend some time getting this content dialed in, figuring out how to make it. So we went on to Instagram and let me show you what happened. We went to Instagram and we said, let's just start sharing content daily for a year. So we have been sharing, oops, not that one. Let's see this one, this one. Okay. We've been sharing content for an entire year now. We've done only 518 posts on Instagram. So clearly we're doing a lot more stories and reels than posts. And Instagram, by the way, was kind of an afterthought for us. Just so you know, we spent most of our time driving traffic to the podcast, which I'll show you in a minute did grow well. We drove traffic to our Facebook group, which has decent engagement, but Instagram was an afterthought. We just kind of threw some stories up there. We just threw like the stories. I guess I have to go back and see how many stories we did, but it was really kind of like, if you look at this, a broadcast only channel. What does it mean when I say a broadcast only channel? You guys know what I mean? Like we're talking at them. We're talking at them. We had 518 posts. Look how many followers we have. We have 595 followers. That is a epic failure in the world of real estate and the world of social media. I have more followers on my personal page than we do on this agent collective page after a year of putting daily content out. And I'm taking, again, guys, full responsibility for this because I didn't pay attention to it. It was just kind of an afterthought. It was just something we put out there. Are any of you guys, Robert, Petrina, Sarah, are you guys even on our followers of our agent of our Instagram page? No. Okay. And so when we did broadcast out there, we're not really doing much of the engagement piece. If you look at like these things, let me, let me make sure I'm sharing the sound here as I share a little clip here with sound, share sound. Like, let's just take one of these clips. Like this is one that uh, Moxie did, which I thought was kind of cool. 
puts where it puts sound on. Because you don't want to buy right now. No, I don't want to sell. You don't want to sell right now. In my first year, actually, my goal was 20 deals. And my broker was like, oh, that's so sweet. How are you going to get to 20 deals? We need to figure out a plan to get you to 20 deals because that's a tough goal. So I did 24 because I wasn't going to let somebody tell me that I couldn't. And every year I've just grown since then. I just don't hear the word no very well. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network. Yeah. You guys get that? Like, that's a cool little clip we put together. We pulled it. That was a 30 minute Asian power. Huddle. I don't know if you remember Moxie when she was on here, she's rad. And so we, we pulled, you know, we pulled that clip out. We turned it into a little thing. And that thing has look 24, uh, 24 likes or engagements after a year of doing daily content, it should have hundreds of engagement. We're not, there's no comments. We're not doing any interaction. We used Instagram as a platform to broadcast out and it failed. It's not meant to be a platform that you talk at people. It's meant to be a platform that you engage with people. Is this making sense, guys? So is you're going to, if you're going to learn from our mistakes, and by the way, we are changing it for 2022. We have a very different strategy. We will have a lot more followers. We will build the engagement because we miss the social piece in social. And so when our guest is here next week, who talks about how she built from 1,000 to 65,000, I guarantee there's a heavy amount of engagement in there and a heavy amount of leveraging other people's audience and lists to kind of cross promote. These are all things that we haven't done very well, right? We're, we're going to start doing more of that. But let me show you some things we did do well, just because this will tie into how I show you what, what did work here. We did spend a lot of time driving traffic to our podcast. So this is Spreaker, something that we use for a podcast. And by the way, I know guys, some of you don't have podcasts. If you ever want to host one on our network, let me know. We, we, we have a whole podcast network that's launching uh, the, in 2022. We can help feature some of you guys who are creators or help you launch a podcast. But um, this is just agent. This is mainly agent power huddles. The only show we've really had this year. We have a few other podcasts to do a few episodes, but most of this is all downloads of agent power huddle. So we started it back in January, 281 downloads. If you just look at the graph, this is each by month, how it's grown. Like, it's pretty good growth over the course of a, over the course of a year, right? Where we did 24, like it's, it's a nice linear growth, but look how slow it was at first. Slow, 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 slow. All of a sudden it took a year of doing this before we had, we had 2,400 downloads in December. And I think now we're hitting the point where it's finally going to start scaling the podcast. That's about, that's all the episodes. I don't know. It's about a hundred downloads per episode. It's not ridiculous. It's not amazing, but the people that are listening, because I get these messages, they're highly engaged. I'd much rather have an audience of highly engaged people. And to put this in the context of your buyers and sellers, you don't want tens of thousands of people following you on Instagram or Facebook. You want a couple hundred or a thousand of super engaged people that will kill for you to send you business. If they hear of someone who's looking to buy or sell a house, they will go out of their way and fall over themselves and be like, you got to talk to Sarah. You got to talk to Petrina. I know you know six other realtors, but Robert, Robert's the man. Okay. That's what that to me is when you're looking for buyers and sellers and the same thing we're doing with our audience here, I want a higher engaged versus just quantity. Now, when you're talking about generating referrals from agents around the country, because if you guys are doing social media in the back of your mind, it's either the forefront of your strategy or the back of your mind, you should be thinking, how do I use this to generate referrals as well from agents in other markets, right? We had a guest on uh, last week who, um, I just talked to her again yesterday offline, Shannon Manjin. If you guys haven't seen Shannon Manjin's episode, it was rad. She is in Austin. She makes all this local Austin content, but now she's getting referrals from agents around the country because she Googled, do you guys remember what she said? She Googled, which cities do people move to Austin from? 
and she got a list of cities. And then she started targeting realtors in those markets who have big followings and building relationships via social media and content. And now she's getting reciprocal relationships where she has someone in Chicago and wherever else they move from that are half her business comes by other agent referral or something high, ridiculously high like that. But these are the hows you start to look through this. So maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's podcast. But let me show you now um, one other piece here on the uh, on this one before I move on. This is the last 12 months. Let me show you just the last 30 days, right? This is, this is how traffic goes. This is what you're going to see in real life. It ain't consistent. If you want to see the trend over time or over time, we're doing something right here. It's getting more and more. It's getting better. And it's a significant increase, right? Like from what we started, five, six, eight hundred to 2,400. And if you would have asked me back here if it was working, I would have told you, no, it felt like it wasn't working. We just kept doing it because we committed to making content, right? But then if you look in this, within a month, it's still really up and down. You know, no one listens to these episodes on these days. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know why. I, I, there's no rhyme or reason to it. All I know is it's trending up. Right? I could look at location. I could get really nitty gritty for those of you who are analytical. All right. But the last thing I wanted to show you here, I showed you that, that, oh, our Facebook group. Not that one. This one. Nope. Where's our Facebook group go? This one. All right. You guys see my Facebook group here? All right. This is the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Hopefully you guys are part of the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Are you part of this, Sarah, Robert, Petrina? Okay. We've done a pretty good job of anyone who engages with us on any platform of driving them back to this Facebook group. Right. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not part of the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group, go join it. The one thing we haven't done a good job on here is creating a two-way engagement. It's still mainly a broadcast-only channel. And what I realized was we broke the Facebook algorithm. By broke it, I mean we lost, according to Facebook. We took a group that was a different group that had 2,400 members in it. It was not a highly engaged group. Maybe it's 2,200. And we renamed that group Agent Power Huddle. Most of those initial 2,200 members never were interacting with whatever that last group was called. It was a little local group in Southern California. Someone gave us that this page, like, here, you can have this group, right? They gave us the group. And we started with 2,400 realtors. But because they didn't engage with this group, the 800 people we've added who do engage with it, Facebook says, this is not a very cool group. People don't really like this group. The majority of our members are not engaging. So we're not going to show this stuff organically into the feed very much. We'd have better traffic using our page, which you can do paid ads on to build an audience than organic, like just look organically in here. And I'm not complaining. I just want to show you guys reality. We made a post last night, 10 hours ago, post reaches 21. That means that out of 3,200 people, 3,000 people, only 21 of you saw it. That's really crappy. Okay. We had this one at 71 post reach. Uh, the poll I did a few days ago, I don't know if any of you guys saw this, 94 of you guys saw this. Let's look at insights on this thing. Post engagement, only four people engaged, 90, 94. Active members at time of post, 862. So out of the 3,000 3, people in the group, 862 were active and only 94 of them were shown this thing organically by Facebook. That's really bad, right? In the world of groups, if you because I'm moderators of a lot of other groups and I know it's good. And so I don't mind because we haven't really tried, but we're going to, again, shift the way we use this group. I'm showing you this because these are your options. These are your tools in the world of social media. Are you going to start a podcast? Are you going to start a group? Are you going to just do Instagram stories and reels? The engagement and the type of people you choose to engage with are a lot more important than anything else. Before I keep rolling, do you guys have any questions on this? Is this, is this making sense for, for you guys? Yeah, nodding heads. All right, cool. Let's check the, uh, 
Let's check my Facebook feed here and make sure we're looking. We're going to have a guest here this morning. Oh, I just want to be all right. So that I can't, uh, I got no other Facebook feed. I'm doing this live, by the way. I'm going live on my own personal timeline this morning because we realized something last week. We'd been broadcasting into the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group for like months and get a handful of people listening, get a handful of people engaging. But we started doing it on my own personal feed in the last week and the engagement almost doubled. Isn't it interesting? We have this group, but... People don't go to Facebook to learn stuff. They go to be entertained. They go to connect. They, it is social. I cannot say it enough times. The social and social media is the most important part. Where we've gotten the biggest, the biggest benefit from social media in the last year is when someone's been watching our stuff and they like, comment hard on it, and we actually shoot them a direct message. And we say, hey, thanks for watching our stuff. How's things going in your world? And we start a conversation. Right. Sometimes we engage right in the comments, but it's those DMs that you guys can't see anywhere. That's where we've moved the needle and gotten the most response. So the same thing for your business. When you have buyers and sellers and friends and family that are looking at the stuff that you're posting out there, right? Make sure that you actually engage back with them. That if you block out time, let me show you another cool thing here. I, I'm a big fan of uh, modeling and researching people that are not in real estate. Do you guys model after people that are not in real estate like me? Like, let me go back here to Instagram and see if he still pops up on the top of my feed. Let's see. Here we go. Yep, right there. This guy, the Chris Dew. Doe, Chris Dew. I forgot to say his last name. Anyway, this dude is one of my heroes. He is a designer and like he has such a simple design scheme. Um, let me show you what his feed looks like. Like this is his style. I like this asshole. <laughs> Someone who continually asks for advice but never follows it. That's hilarious. Your ego is protective. Like if you look at this guy's style, it's so simple, but so good. The 1% rule, like everything's like a, like a training and a little just a visual, right? It's, it's so cool, his style. What's the reason adding 1% would do? Like he didn't make this concept up. I read this concept in first page of Atomic Habits. I don't know if that's where he got it for somewhere else, but he turned it into visual style. But he's developing a way to engage with his audience. But then look at his comments. What Chris Dew says is when you make a post like this, the first hour after you post is the most important to sit there and in real time, engage with the people who are commenting back on you, right? You can wait till next day and engage. But that first hour, if you're really making the strategy, look at this. He's got 16,000 likes on this one post. And let's see how big his following is. So Chris Dew has got, he's got 759,000 followers, which is a lot. I'm not going to, like, he's been doing this on 930 posts. Is that insane? On 930 posts, he's got seven, almost three quarters of a million followers. And when he, and he's just done this simple, he got 8,000 likes there, 200 actual comments. And he's sitting here in real time, like engaging with people. If you view the replies on some of these first ones, he's in there, like, He's literally in here doing it. He says he does it himself. After the, he's got a team that helps after this. Isn't this cool stuff though? I mean, this is how you want to start to get strategic on some of your social media. Start to look at what's working. You don't need 750,000 followers. You don't. If you had 700 followers that cared about you. And now before I run out of time, let's tie this all together from where we started. Let me find Tristan's little screenshot here again. This one. All right. And put this back up on the screen. All right. Feelings, facts, and fun. Feelings, facts, and fun. That's what I want to go to as we tie this together. And Lisa just hit the nail on the head, right? It makes people feel a part of something, 
right? People get a, excited responses in real time. You're right on, Lisa. That's one of the things we're putting into our strategy here. It's more of those real-time responses. But, but more importantly, when you hit feelings, facts, and fun, you don't want to go on social media. Most of you guys are using Instagram and Facebook and stories to attract buyers and sellers, correct? Raise, nod your head, raise your hand. That's what you're using this for. So I want to tie this back in the world. They don't care that you're the number one agent in Houston, Robert. I'm sorry, they don't. Okay. They care about feelings, facts, and fun. So is it a fact that you're number one agent? Maybe, I don't know. Right. But what would be a more interesting fact? Fact right now, over 80% of the homeowners that are underwater are, I'm just making up a fact. I don't know. Maybe you do facts, but maybe it's more fun stuff. Cause they don't even care about that too. They care more about the, the, the fun stuff that like, Hey, you just helped someone buy their first house after they were a, a service vet who came back here and they've been trying to figure out a way to get the family of four out of base housing. And now they bought the first house. And you tell their story. You're indirectly bragging about yourself in a f- way that hits emotional hot buttons, that feeling. Maybe it's a little fun right? Maybe you're including facts in there, but when you hit two out of those three and you tell stories about yourself, as well as sharing your own life, remember that people are on social media, not to see you blab about real estate. If you walked into a cocktail party or a backyard barbecue, because some social media platforms are more like a backyard barbecue. Some social media platforms are more like a cocktail party. Can you guys know which ones I'm talking about? Can you get the idea of who's on what? right? Facebook is a backyard barbecue to me. That's how I, I was taught to me. It's, and I, do you guys agree with that? Facebook is a backyard barbecue. You went into a backyard barbecue, some friends you love, you ain't seen in a while. And the first thing you do when you walk in is you go, can I tell you about the house I just sold? Man, it was amazing. I am such a good realtor. I negotiated a smoking deal for them. The people, your friends at this backyard barbecue and look at you and either turn around or smack you upside the head. Cause that's not what you do at a backyard barbecue. You go, hey, how are you? Long time no see. How's, is your, is your kids feeling better? I know they were sick. Did you guys win the soccer tournament? What's going on? That's Facebook. Okay, then you've got Instagram, which is a glamorized photo shoot. Instagram is like the glossy pretty, that's what it is. But maybe you get a little more real sneak behind the scenes and stories. Okay, you get a sneak peek in your life. If you just document what you do throughout your day in stories, you will call people into your world. You never have to say, I'm a busy, successful realtor. You could have never sold a house. I know there's at least one person watching me who's never sold a house. I will not call them out by name, but I guarantee there's one person watching who's never sold a house. They're an amazing human being. I hope you guys are, oh, that's me. I'm thinking about me, right? They're an amazing human being. They're an incredibly good business person, but never sold a house because they're newer to real estate. On social media, if you document here, I'm out looking at property here. I'm out doing this thing. The process of, no one will know you've never sold a house. They just assume you're a busy agent. Okay. You can create the image online and all they want to do, all your clients want is to feel comfortable knowing you're going to serve their interests. And they like you because you're you, because these people on social media are going to get to know the real you. That's the balance. And if this is stuff you've all heard before, guys, put it into use, go do it. If it's all new stuff for you, awesome. Figure out how to make your game plan and really get specific as to what you're going to do in 2022. That's different from 2021. Were there things that you did that worked in 2021? Keep those, okay? The reason I started out showing you all the failures and success is one, I just want you to show you like someone who makes content every day, not everything works, right? What works and what doesn't work. I hope that was interesting for you guys to see behind the scenes of what we do here. So put that in your own business because this time of year, I'm looking at what do we do that works? Can we double down on that? And what do we do that was didn't work? I'm okay. I like to use the word failure, by the way. I love failure because I learn from it. I love failing forward. If something's just kind of bouncing along and it's not a failure, I'm probably not going to change it. I'm probably, that's good enough, whatever, it's okay. 
when things fail epically, like when our, when our Instagram following failed epically, I mean, just be honest, 529 people sucks after a year of content, right? We all agree on that. You all have more Instagram followers and you post a picture of your dog every six months and you have more followers than us. Okay. When something is that bad, it gives you reason to change it. So where you have fail forward, fail forward, fail often, fail, and then figure out how to change it and pivot. So look at what you want to do differently. And most importantly, Figure out what the systems are you're going to use, the systems you're going to use to really create a habit and make this so easy. So look back at what Tristan posted here. It's probably too small for you to read really on your screen. I'm going to read it out loud in case you can't see it. For Facebook, here's his plan. This is the plan. It's one, two, three, four, five bullet points. That's it. One reel a day, one live a week, one room a week, one personal post, and five LCA posts per day. That's the plan. Okay, now he's got Instagram, the plan, one reel a day, one live a week, one post a day, five stories a day. And he's probably repurposing or doing live in both these places at once. Maybe they're separate lives. I have no idea. But like, do you see how simple this is? TikTok, 100 videos a month, one live a week. Take a screenshot. I, I can send this to you. I'll get his permission. I mean, I didn't ask him to share this, but he dropped this in a mastermind group with a bunch of people. So I'm assuming he wanted this to be out there in the world. Tristan, if you're listening to this, I should have asked your permission first, buddy. I'm assuming you wanted this out there. Um, but I just, I, Tristan's a genius. He really is. He's one of the nicest human beings I know. So look at the top five sites on the planet for social media. Facebook is number one. Instagram, number two. YouTube is number three. TikTok is number four. LinkedIn is five. I haven't verified if those are really the top these days, but I'm pretty sure that is the top. And Tristan, I'm sure has them in priority order for a reason because it's based on where his audience is, but your audience is probably just like his, just a guess. Okay. So you don't need to have a plan on all five of these. He's got a massive social media presence. You just got to pick one Facebook or maybe it's Instagram. Maybe it's TikTok. Maybe it's YouTube. Start with one and add others, but repurpose your content from one to another. Isn't it cool seeing that how like people at the highest level do this sort of thing? I just think this is fascinating. So however we can help guys, we'll continue this conversation. If I can get leverage, it's going to start out being all you, but you're going to get people to help you. I mean, we have a whole creative team now. We have our lead editor, sorry, our supervising editor, Brent, who actually edits Asian Power Huddle, the episodes, he's incredible. Got another editor, Miguel, who's amazing. Got a full-time graphic artist named Rents, does our visuals, he's awesome. You don't have to start off with that. I just wanted to say thank you to those guys in case they're watching this feed right now, because we couldn't do what we do without them. At the end of this year, I just want to acknowledge everyone who's gone into making this. Thank you guys all for listening. This has been fun. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. If I don't talk to you, we'll do one more Age of Power tomorrow. Brian Clark's going to be here doing some amazing CRM, dirty CRM secrets. Your dirty CRM secrets. That's tomorrow, the last Agent Power Huddle of the year. Otherwise, guys, we'll see you in 2022. Bye, everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.